Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Well, as is tradition here at Mormonism Research Ministry, we like to take the days following Thanksgiving to talk about some of the comments that we have received during the year from listeners like you and readers like you who have our newsletter just to let you know how this ministry has affected people throughout the year. And I mentioned yesterday that I'm very encouraged by the little notes that we get. Even if it's a little one-liner, you'd be surprised how encouraging that could be to us. But some of you have had some real serious experiences, and and we want to relate some of those as we did yesterday, especially those of you who have come out of the LDS Church and have expressed some of the things that you have gone through. And we hope that we can be a listening ear, as we've always wanted to be, for people who have such struggles. But today I want to start off with this letter that we received. This individual writes, Throughout the past three years at school, my passion and love for my LDS friends and missionaries has grown very much. I have thoroughly enjoyed learning more about LDS doctrine and getting to have many conversations with missionaries. I recently started reading Introducing Christianity to Mormons, and I have really enjoyed it thus far. I found myself getting more excited to continue talking with missionaries when I get back on campus next semester. I also love all the available resources on the MRM website. Now, yesterday, Eric, we talked about introducing Christianity to Mormons. That's a book that you had published in late 2022. And as we mentioned yesterday, this is a book that you wrote to purposely help Christians share their faith with Latter-day Saints. And so it's, it's a blessing to us to hear this individual who is getting something out of that book, as we read yesterday, another individual who wrote specifically about how that book is helping them also. In reading this, it, it kind of sounds a little bit like my story, talking with the missionaries and such. You can't help but get a compassion for them, an empathy for them. And not just the opposite feeling that a lot of Latter-day Saints assume, well, the more you talk to us, the more you dislike us. No, that's not the case. The more I talk to Latter-day Saints, the more concerned I became as I heard them telling me what they believe to be true. So I can relate to what this individual is saying. Here are a couple of letters. Uh, I always enjoy your newsletter. Keep up the good work, somebody wrote. Another person said, hello, MRM. I love your ministry and recommend your website often. And a third person said, Thank you for all the time and effort you put into educating members and former LDS members like me. Well, when they say enjoy your newsletter and recommend your website, we should probably mention very quickly that Viewpoint on Mormonism is only one aspect of our outreach at Mormonism Research Ministry. Naturally, we've had a newsletter ever since the very beginning in 1979 when I started this work. 
And we've often had articles dealing with Mormonism and also throwing in some of the things that we were doing as a ministry. We do plan on continuing with the newsletter naturally, and people can get that free. There's a subscription form on our website. If you want to go check it out, it's at mrm.org. And you can get it either in a PDF format or you can get it in a hard copy format. We find that some people who want the newsletter but have perhaps an LDS spouse and don't want that coming in the mail, I can understand that could cause some friction. So they'll have it sent to them as a PDF and they can get it in their own private email. But then when we talk about the website, we've, our website goes back to the 1990s, and we've often said that because of a good friend of ours who was up on that kind of stuff back at that time, we've been on the web for a long, long time. You might wonder, why do you have a three-letter URL? Well, that's because we've been on the web since the early years of the Internet, and we thank God for the ability that, 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 that the Internet has allowed us to have in getting our word out. Let me read this one. I just had the pleasure of reading Sharon Lindblom's article titled LDS Church Corrects Perceived Improprieties in Classical Religious Art. I simply want to thank Sharon for her excellent analysis and in particular her call to look to, quote, God's exquisite original, end quote, instead of the altered version of creation and man offered by the LDS Church. As a Christian, a writer, and an unartistic art lover, I appreciate Sharon's engaging and uncompromising apologetics on display in this article and through her entire body of work. To the entire MR staff, may the Lord continue to bless and prosper your ministry, and may the work bring many to the foot of the cross where they will find salvation in Christ alone. I mean, Sharon has done a great job for us over the years, and she has a regular column on the front page of our mrm.org site that uh, gets a lot of interest whenever she puts uh, an article up on Mormonism in the news. And so a lot of insights that she has really strike me as, wow, I didn't even think of that. And she came up with an angle that just makes it so well worth reading. Sharon is amazing, and she does come up with a lot of very interesting takes on some of the news that is going on. Of course, she ran our blog site for many, many years. We don't have that blog site anymore. It was called Mormon Coffee. Every once in a while, we'll pull an article from the Mormon Coffee site, and we'll insert it in one of our newsletters, because many of the things that Sharon says are very very uh, timely. And so why not share something that she wrote a few years ago if it still works today? And many of them really do. Another letter says, I'm a Christian that started researching Mormonism after a Mormon friend said they were Christians just like other Christians. I knew nothing a few years ago. Boy, have my eyes been opened and my heart broken for their version of the gospel. I love your ministry and it's helped a lot with my Mormon friend and even the LDS missionaries who've been to my home. Bill, I think the key on this letter is that when the person's eyes were opened, their heart was broken. And I think that needs to happen because so often people who think that they're doing positive for the gospel by critiquing Mormons and telling them what terrible doctrine they have and just belittling them, if your heart's not broken, then you shouldn't be in this ministry. And sometimes I have heard people who I wish they wouldn't have said anything rather than what they said that almost mocks the, the uh, LDS person. We don't want to do that here at this ministry. Let me say that I totally agree with you. And one of the heartbreaking aspects for me 
living in Utah is when I read letters to the editor, maybe in the Deseret News or in the Salt Lake Tribune, whenever they have an article that has something to do with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you're going to get a lot of letters. And oh my goodness, some of the, the vitriolic comments that are made, and they, and they even have requirements to not be too vitriolic, but some of those get in there. You know, I don't know what their standard is, what crosses the line and such, but you can tell that the people writing these comments don't have a lot of love for the people themselves, and that's a shame. The, the Mormon people are good people. They try very hard to be good people. I, I've often said that sometimes their goodness maybe gets in their way to seeing what sin really is and what grace is really all about because of the fact that they think they are good people. But the fact remains, we certainly do not have any type of hatred or or, uh, animosity towards the LDS people at all. So yeah, you're right. A a letter like this is encouraging because of the reaction after they found out about Mormonism caused them to have a very genuine concern for them as people. The next one says, my wife and I have been out of the LDS church for a bit over a year now. And for that entire time, we've been listening to your podcast, among others. Now, of course, the podcast is also our radio show. You can get it on your listening device as well. We appreciate the quicker-hitting nature of your podcast. We also find your podcast informative and love the different resources you bring to the table. We appreciate that very much. I like that line, we appreciate the quicker-hitting nature of your podcast. Well, we've only got, what, basically 13-some-odd minutes to get our message out when you look at introductions and our endings and such. So yes, we try to do this very quickly. This is all unscripted, by the way. In fact, this is probably the only scripted show we do, you might say, because a lot of what we talk about, we may have a topic, we may have some things that we want to reference and we need to read, but for the most part, our back and forth, we don't write all that down. We just off the cuff, talk about some of these things because of our own experiences with this. Yeah, we, we're on six different radio stations. We're, we just uh, started one in Hawaii this past year. We're in California. We're in Idaho, a couple of stations in Idaho. We're in Nevada. We're here in Utah. And so a lot of people, we have no idea how many, listen to us through that. But then on the podcast, which you can go to mrm.org slash podcast, you can go there and listen to uh, shows going back to the very beginning beginning, we think there's a lot of people who are listening to us and probably a lot of Latter-day Saints who are checking us out, seeing what we have to say. Who knows what kind of impact we might be having. Uh, Another letter says, thank you and thank you for what you do. We attended our first Mormon funeral over the weekend and it woke me up to the falsity of the church. I remember reading that comment the first time it, it arrived and It made me think about a story that I heard of an individual who went to an LDS funeral in a very rural area of Utah. And I don't know where this Mormon funeral that this person talks about took place, but I remember this individual telling me that they were surprised at how uh, overt the speakers were when it came to unique Mormon doctrine. Probably in a way that you would never maybe hear in general conference in recent years, that's for sure. And I I can understand what this individual is, is talking about. Maybe that's what happened. They felt safe in this environment to just be open about what Latter-day Saints believe, and that's probably what kind of shocked them uh, in hearing these things being said publicly. One more, I am more grateful than I can express to MRM 
for being an enormous resource for me for the last 17 years. During that period, I was able to learn vast amounts of information, which more than equipped me to make an informed decision to officially resign from the Mormon Church earlier this year. I feel validated and vindicated that I am not evil, prideful, or ignorant in my quote-unquote apostasy from the quote-unquote only true church. That comment, Eric, touches my heart because that is one of the reasons why we try to show the problems with Mormonism is, is not only to educate the Christians about the differences, but to even validate a person like this, that they have made a correct decision and they can be affirmed in that decision based on the information that we hope to present here. But key to that is 17 years. You have to learn to be patient. If you're a Christian who wants to have an impact on Latter-day Saints, uh, I had a lady come up to me this past year, and she told me that I met her in 2016 at a temple open house and had a discussion with me. Uh, It blew her away, but it took her four years to leave Mormonism, and I wouldn't have known it except she came up to me at an ex-Mormon conference. So... My encouragement to you, if you're a Christian, is be patient. 17 years is not abnormal. Yeah, I hope these letters have encouraged you as much as they have encouraged us. If you feel led to consider Mormonism Research Ministry as part of your mission giving, we would be very appreciative of that. We thank you for the opportunity that you give us to do what we do. We hope that you like how we do it. And, And let me just end the show by offering a very big thank you. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.